Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt podcast. All right, here we go. You're up. We're up. We're up. (laughs) It's our turn. Okay, Jim Gerhardt, Bob Williams, Bob Williams, Jim Gerhardt. We'll we'll give each other split credit for this now. one of the big things, at least of recent days, Bob, has been this weather. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, we got, I was we've right been talking. in the uh, what, epicenter of this. <laughs> oh, first of all, yeah. yeah. In, in deference to the uh, the animal rights people, I'm going to stop. I promised I wouldn't be. You're not going to wear the grip would, hat anymore? I wouldn't beat a dead horse no. anymore. Okay. So, now what do I, I thought now perhaps this. Yes, Navy uh, Corman. But again, I might get beaten up by the Antifa oh, people because this is a military type thing. My service uh, yeah and uh that is that is fascist according to the fascists all right so, so let's that's out for I now got. all right so here and now th- this is peace this right. is a tibetan <laughs> this is umani padme home the okay. tibetan so mm, uh, who could who could get i don't somebody think, will object somebody in the audience right, probably understands that this. language i'm gonna settle for this because it is an historic all right, okay this eric scott gave me this for christmas we all exchanged presents back in the old days right back in uh it would have to be in the early 90s mm-hmm. one of the first years that we were oh, operating. i think i remember that one, yeah. and what this is what it says i'll let you figure out what it says okay. and why. it's uh uh <laughs> There's a school that in the Midwest somewhere, uh, J- Wood Junior College. Okay. And their, uh, their mascot, mascot is a woodpecker. Okay. And so this is the woodpeckers. All right. <laughs> so they call, as they call go, the team. Go woodpeckers. The uh, the, uh, the the weather thing. Uh, oh yeah, you've you've been um, out of power. Yeah. What since Sunday? Since whatever the day it was. Probably Sunday night. No, it night. came back on last night. Sunday finally, night, Monday. We finally got it back. So you, so you were out like a good, what, three and a half, four days, Well, right? about three days, Oof. I think it was. And it was very hard to get information. I've got to say uh, some uh, thanks to Dan Alexander, our, our news yeah. writer here. Uh, Dan had written a piece, and it was the only information I could really get. I was trying all the websites of the local television radio stations and the like about what was going on so I had some idea fortunately we have a backup generator right and you know it was ironic because right after we had done the the Facebook live last week I think we were discussing that you had bought a a full house generator about uh, what five ten years ago or something like that right after Sandy so that's got to be seven years ago and you've had no need so you say Uh, you 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 were the good luck charm and you didn't need it for seven years you only notice it if there's an extended power outage short ones they've had but you don't know that because it immediately kicks in runs on natural gas immediately it kicks in and it covers everything in the house now with the power out this much and and so I've had second guess myself for seven years it's a lot of money. Yeah. This thing hasn't done anything. <laughs> but it did something the last few days. I'm Irony of ironies, yeah. I'm grateful to Myron DePew, who were whatever. They did the install? The yeah. They did the install, got it from them. Now, did it's you a s- wonderful piece yeah. of equipment. Yeah. Now, i got three full freezers. Okay. Uh, I'm something of a food hoarder, I guess. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, Think if, if I'd lost that, it almost would pay for the uh, no, absolutely. The yeah, generator after a while. Now, did you survey your neighborhood? Did you find the source of uh, the wires or uh, no? I didn't. Interestingly problem? enough, I saw all of these pictures of wires down, trees down on wires, trees uprooted, falling, yeah. right smashing houses. We had none of that. Mm. Uh, the only thing when it came through, it was rather scary. Standing on the porch, and you could see this coming, and it looked kind of black, the sky. And I said, Oh, oh this one's for real. 
Yeah. They've, they've been giving these warnings, you know, the break-in things on television. And oh, your, and your phones right scare the devil out of you. And the two of them have said, okay, this is real, go to your cellar. And, oh, God, well, I didn't go to the cellar, but anyway, we got away with it. Nothing yeah. happened, no, no tornado. But I said, oh, maybe this time it's for real. Oh, boy. But then it sort of lightened up a bit, but the wind, we were definitely getting the 75, 80 mile yeah. an hour winds. And uh, huge trees were not uprooted, but they were coming over at an angle. The only thing that we had a couple of small limbs down, but the uh, it blew the cover off my Prius, oh, okay. which was no big problem and across yeah. the yard, but we came out okay. But uh, widespread, I mean, you had uh, hundreds of thousands of people, most of Monmouth County, a good chunk of Monmouth County was out. Currently, uh, we understand, last <laughs> update, you had about six, you have 6,000 people out who have JCPNL yeah. and about 1,000 customers for PSE&G. So they are certainly making progress, and the target uh, is hopefully they'll have everybody back on I by hope. Friday. Oh, P oh Daniel Gilbertson, this, this is an excellent question. Daniel says, do you think our governor will find a way to tax the heat? <laughs> you believe me, yes. Uh, are, are they doing that in California? Uh, uh, if they are, if they then, haven't, then they surely. will be doing it soon, yeah. Oh, you know something I wanted to mention? I, I don't want to be very critical of former Governor Christy Whitman because uh, our relationship with her was very good. She was very competent, good governor, and uh, was very gracious to us. I did the, uh, the equivalent of the Ask the Governor program with her yes. back in the 90s before Eric was here. And uh, the relationship was very good. But I would like to just drop a... Uh, but a, a, a hint here, maybe she should consider. Uh, the story was that she had uh, started, she joined the Trump bashers. Okay. Uh, Dan, yeah. is that correct? Christy had... Uh, oh, very much so. Very much so, so enthusiastically. Yes. Okay. Now, here, here, is, here is why I would suggest that you reconsider that. When she had left New Jersey to become a head of the Environmental Protection Agency in the Bush administration, 9-11 occurred. Okay. It was Christy Whitman as head of the EPA who assured all of the workers and uh, the rescuers, the cleanup people at 9-11, there was no problem with the air. Everything is safe. You don't have to wear anything. You know, the air is fine. Yeah, I remember that. Look what's happening now as we find out. So her timing is not good since this is right after uh, John Stewart's testimony. Right. Uh, which actually created some very positive result. I understand the Senate did pass Finally, the, yep. the law to almost help almost unanimously. I think there were two so, dissenters. Yeah. So there are thousands of people who were affected by this after she assured them, "Well, you don't have to take any precautions. The air is good." So just you know, people are living glass houses. Uh, you finished that line. Right. I've heard a dozen <laughs> there. Yep. What else? Is, oh, speaking of government, this uh, this is Thursday. Now Wednesday and leading up to it. There has been, a, in media, a Super Bowl of meaningless, hysterical hype over this Mueller oh, isn't it? testimony. It's crazy. Which happened yesterday. They went absolutely wild. They shut down their uh, national uh, morning shows. Yes. It went to, like, every channel had uh, the coverage of the was, hearing as of, like, 8 o'clock yesterday. Yeah, it was practically hysterical. And I think what they're doing, just to jump ahead and not get into that, I think the major media, and this is in all forms, uh, is trying to save its backside hmm. because right now they are running the same course as the dodo bird because of the internet, right. which is replacing that. And so I think they're trying hysterically to drum up some kind of, of, of commotion mm -hmm. to get attention. And it doesn't matter if it's true or not, most of it is not really news. But here again, 
they come up with this. Now, my observation is, who cares? I have not run into any person, have you, who was interested at all? Who, I think who people, said, oh, I can't wait to go home and no, watch it. People are just fatigued by the entire yeah. thing. They're just embarrassed, mostly. People want no more of this crap. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's about time they consider stopping it. Yeah. But they can't do it now. They're locked into that now, and they're also pursuing the loony left agenda. Uh, enough said on that. Okay, now this I'm going to defer to you because you're a traffic authority. Mm -hmm. I understand they're going to open this mall, the American Dream. Oh, the one that uh, has been being, being built for the last 10 years. Oh, it's more than that. Of the Meadowlands. It's more than that. I the remember, site of the former Meadowlands Arena. Yeah, I remember there. back in, uh, it would have been the early 90s, George Zoffinger, yeah. who was probably the most competent person in government yes, we've met over was, the 30 yeah. years we've been operating. He did a great job at the sports George authority. was so competent, he got the heck out of politics <laughs> and got into the financial world. Yeah. But there's some good stories I could tell about that, too. But I remember George coming by with this plan for something called Xanadu. Remember? It was yes. Xanadu in the beginning. And he laid yes. out, and we talked about it on the air, these plans. And uh, it was off, it was on, it was off and on for what, 20 years, yeah. or at least 10, 15 oh, years. God. Now it's back. It has thundered back. And it is now the American dream, and they have, I understand, a inside yeah. ski run and uh, a, a whole bunch of different things. Slides. They they have a, a, a solid uh, contractor that's uh, that's building it, and uh -huh. it's going to open in the fall. Finally, it's going to open in September or October. Mm -hmm. Now, here, I will ask you: Is this not going to cause the traffic Armageddon of all time? Well, I think the roads. I mean, it, it's probably going to be a consistently you know, congested area as it is, I mean, you can't get much more traffic in there right now because that's the main corridor to and from the Lincoln Tunnel. Um, and it's also right at the sports complex. So there's only a certain amount of roads that are there. You yeah. really, They mm -hmm. really haven't expanded the capacity in that area. Um, I think it's certainly going to put a lot more strain yeah. on the area, that's no. for sure. Okay. I mean, round the clock. Not, well, I mean, people are used to it look, during sporting events. Look, you, but, New Jersey Transit can't handle what it no. has now. No, they can't. And this started, the planning for this started back when New Jersey Transit was somewhat competent. Right, of <laughs> which course. Which go back a number of years. And they can't even get it right when it uh, yeah. comes to shuttling people, New Jersey yeah. Transit, in and out of the games, uh, the, uh, the, to the sports complex for football games or, or concerts or whatever. Dan, do you have a moment? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but when you do, he, Dad had, was telling me something uh, a moment ago, if you can get around here, uh, that our governor has come to the rescue like Mighty Mouse. Here he comes to save the day, and he has a grand plan now for solving this. He wants to, well, well uh, basically trans can go in and out of the Meadowlands, but they can't go around, around the Meadowlands. Come around so people can see you. No. I can't see you on the screen. So. <laughs> no, no, not, that's just as bad. No, it's right in the middle. In the middle. Right. <laughs> like you're taking just on water. Just right. I'll that's have right. a nice tea. Yeah, that's right. Okay, okay. lemon. Yeah, so, so anyway, now the governor is gonna save us from this. Yes. He, his plan is to build a uh, maglev or mag magnetized levitating uh, uh, train that will uh, go. It goes very fast, but it will. He, that's his idea to uh, solve the solve the issue of trains in and out of the Meadowlands. One question: How fast does it go? You say very fast. I think they go over 100 miles an hour. I don't know the exact amount, well, but it's it's. I think you're probably in the right ballpark. Now, that would work swimmingly in Tokyo where you're going long distances or Japan how far do they have to go up there about a mile 
maybe two <laughs> so between what are you gonna do between the Meadowlands and the Secaucus. The Secaucus, yeah, they can't get that right to this point. Right. What right, makes yeah. it think well, it's going to work now? So, but anyway, there you go. That's his plan. Yeah. Now, how much will that cost, and how many years will it take to do that? Well, that's because take this a long, is new a technology. While. Uh-huh. But yet they're opening this now in, in uh, October or yep. September. Yep. It'll be open in time for uh, holiday shopping. Well, I guess, you know, the governor, we have to put our trust in. <laughs> right. Oh, man. And, 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 on and, and what's going to happen during games? I mean, is the thing well, going to be open during events at the yeah. Meadowlands, at the stadium? Well, from what I've read about it now, they're saying it could get up to 100,000 people, like on a weekend or something. I mean, it's huge. Well, you figure MetLife Stadium seats for a football game what, upwards of 80,000. Yeah. Um, plus, if, you put, if you're putting a lot of people... If, People are going, uh, visiting the attractions there on a Sunday. That's also going to be... Well, that also raises another question, though. Bergen County is home of the Blue Laws. Right, so you still uh, can't buy clothing there. But you can't buy clothing, but there's a lot of attractions there, like the indoor ski area, right. and the skating rink, and the movie theaters that you can go to. Now, if I recall, the original proposal, when there used to be a, a different developer there, was that the, that the mall would not be open during Meadowland events. That was brought up during, that was, that was, the Jets and the Giants had concerns. Right. But, um, but I, that I, never came to fruition. That, correct. that is very impractical because this is the business they're going and they have all of these people yeah. that they've somehow persuaded to come in. But if you tip that off. Was, that's been very difficult to but get. But uh, if, if you anger those NFL fans and they are already just not happy with the, with the process of getting to and from the Meadowlands via transit you talk to and most fans they're going to say forget it the trains are unreliable i'm driving and i'll take my chances you can. I'll, I mean, I'll get there early and i'll leave in late. that area you're, the traffic bottlenecks are impossible around, right the, around now. the clock yeah and then you're going to add a hundred thousand people plus at any time yeah okay so i would just bring Good this up with to that. tip people off that yeah. if you want to see something and enjoy <laughs> The carnage. Yeah, <laughs> that this is this is an Armageddon. Dan, you, you yeah, think this is this it's, is it's it's not. The mayor of Secaucus even brought up during the week that that this hasn't been very well thought out. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it hasn't been thought about at all. Apparently. Yeah. Well, okay. Thank you. You probably Dan. heard about it on TV yeah. like the rest of us yeah. on the radio. Well, yeah. close. <laughs> Okay, what else is going you, you have any more to add to that, Bob? No, I, that's pretty much it. I mean, uh, don't want to... Dan, thanks a lot. I appreciate you know, it. Beat a dead horse, but yeah, it's going to certainly be a strain on the area. We're going to see how it goes. I'm sure sometimes it's going to be worse than others, Jim. Well, uh, at least we got a, more commerce coming in. A few things going on here. Uh, you have anything big that, that no, you've seen that's going on? No, it's been a pretty quiet week. You know, as I said, I sit there you know, on the veranda of Gerhardt <laughs> Manor with all these things going through my head. Um, so I, oh, oh, I, I speaking of the utility, I was driving up 295 this morning, and it was a very slow truck okay. in, in the right lane, and he was doing about 50. Now, uh, 295 during that period of time, you get 65 generally in the right lane, the slow lane. You get people 75 in the middle and 80 or more in yes. the left lane, and it's safe. Yes. It's a good, a good strip of road. Cars are safe nowadays. This was going very slow, and I got up close, and I saw it was a utility truck with Quebec license plates. Oh, out of so area. They, they brought in these people to help get the power back. Now, I appreciate that. I'm very grateful to these people. But what I saw is even Canadians know how to play the system. Yeah. Now, he's getting paid by the hour. Now, if you're going to drive from New Jersey to Quebec, 
at 50 miles an hour. So he was heading north? <laughs> he's putting in a lot of hours. So he's taking his time getting he's back to the home office, right? There. So, Oh, um, if you want uh, something on my mind uh, from up by us, uh, consolidation of uh, townships. Uh, big hot topic up in my town, Roxbury. I think I was mentioning it to you before mm -hmm. we went on. Roxbury and Mount Arlington have been going under a study of, uh, they had a commission on how to consolidate services in the town and making Mount Arlington part of Roxbury Township eventually. Well, there was a meeting last night and the public was invited and it seems like the overwhelming opinion is that nobody wants it. Why? Nobody, Why? I don't know. The, the, even see. the mayors from both of the towns are not that's, in favor of it. Uh, that's one of the great paradoxes and has been for years in Jersey life. Why people fight and claim this legendary home rule. Yeah, home rule. I and they fight any consolidation when consolidation would save them a pile of money. Yes. And they would have money to spend rather than, as I had to do yesterday, trot down and plunk down a big check right. at the tax place uh, because the quarterly yeah. taxes do. Because uh, there's cause, so many things that could be done, and there's so much that you could do with with the money. You Mount, don't need to send it to us. Mount Arlington, Roxbury, that's just one of several mm -hmm. towns uh, yeah. in the area that are possibilities for consolidation, uh, municipal consolidation. Cranberry and Monroe this morning, uh, it, and a whole it, bunch of others. It may be a generational thing. It may be when a new generation comes in that uh, they will not do this because I remember some of the arguments people would make, and they'd generally be older people. We don't want to consolidate with that town. Back in, uh, what, Art 3 or something, we played football with them, and I think they cheated. <laughs> don't want anything to do. Yeah, that's a real we good had, reason. We had one time where I lived, there were five towns that were talking about consolidating. It would have worked. This is in Burlington yes. County. They were all jammed together, and it would have worked perfectly. And yet, to show how, uh, what happens is you get the home rule people saying, no, no, I love this town. Uh, you know, they feel some jingoistic yeah. relationship with the town. Also, people who have jobs there. Obviously, you wouldn't have five police chiefs. Yes. And you wouldn't have five this support organization or that one. That's the big thing. When this was up, I went to a hardware store. This is back when you had local hardware stores before everything was a box store. You, and there was a petition on the counter as you checked out and the petition that you would sign uh, fighting this yeah. now next to the petition was a police officer in full uniform armed yeah. and we knew the police were against it and so they were standing there now he didn't say anything never intimidated anybody but everybody comes through and says oh god if I sign this petition Soon as I, before I get off the parking lot, I'm going to get a ticket. <laughs> it's just that people are intimidated yeah. that much. So I, I don't know that you're ever going to get that. Yeah. The only meaningful one that's happened was Princeton, I believe. Princeton and Princeton Borough. And Princeton yes. Borough. Uh, well, a couple others, I think Chatham and Chatham Borough, mm -hmm. they, they merged. And I was trying to figure out if Mendham and Mendham Town, Chester and Chester Borough did. So there are some successful stories there, the consolidation. But the thing with Mount Arlington and Roxbury, Mount Arlington feeds their school system into Roxbury High School. So they have one school, maybe two, in Mount Arlington Borough. They have a full school superintendent who's making 175 oh. to 200,000 bucks <laughs> to oversee one, maybe two schools. Why? And that, that, that person who held that position for years recently retired the last year or so and they were quick to appoint a replacement. 
So my, my, my question is, w with the Consolidation Commission in progress and nothing has been decided, why was that township, why was that borough so quick to appoint a new person to that uh, superintendent of schools well, position? Why couldn't they just put a temporary in there until everything was decided? You know, you went to high school much more recently than I did. How many principals did you have? Not many. I mean, I can, one, I had one. Yeah, well, we had one. Yeah. We had no assistant principal. Right. There was sort of a standby, one of the teachers, I think it was a physics right, teacher. Right, in case, the, in case other, you know, yeah, the other guy sick, got sick. Yeah, and that was it. And this class turned out, uh, there's a whole bunch of doctors and you know, professional people. Uh, it was a good product that they were turning out. Now you've got schools with half a dozen principals. Right, you got one that's taking attendance. You got one that's, uh, you know, checking. <laughs> curriculum in. supervisor. Right, yeah. you got and and you got somebody who's checking up on the curriculum uh -huh. supervisor, and it's it's just ridiculous. Well, education education is one of the two biggest scams going in the country. The other one is is, is health care, yeah. which I won't get into right now. It's on my list. We'll get to it. That's but uh, yeah, I so know, in one time in uh, in Newark. They had something, I believe the number was 60, or there, give or take one or two, so-called curriculum su uh, supervisors. What that means, I have no idea. Each, all of them making good, healthy six-figure salaries. Yeah, do any of them actually so, teach or in the classroom, or are they just sitting back at a desk supervising those that are I, busting their nobody butts knows. Nobody trying knows. to do you a see, great that's, job? That's, that's the mystery. Yeah. It's kind of akin, I, tell me if you go to the, the Mormon Tabernacle in Salt Lake City, as, as a, you can get in as a visitor, a tourist, but you, you don't go to it so far. And they say that you see sort of in the back, in the background, you see people in white vestments sort of moving back and forth and going around. Schools are kind of like that. Yeah. You, something's going on, but you're never sure what. <laughs> Education not being a very high priority, right. I think, in these. I, uh, you know, th th that's another matter. Oh, speaking of that. I love this. Bernie Sanders, the uh, candidate. Oh, of course, Bernie. Bernie Sanders has said, as I understand it, I don't watch a lot of this rhetoric because I, it makes me sick, but, and I don't enjoy being sick. Uh, but he has proposed student loan forgiveness. Now, I love this. That student loans, the balance, mm -hmm. is wiped out. Now, this money comes from banks. Right. right. I mean, this is not coming out of a government treasury. This is a government guarantee of bank money. So the big scam was between the colleges, the schools, and uh, the, the banks. The banks. Because this was perfect. This is what sort of, ra this ratcheted up the... Uh, the debate? Uh, it, it, no, it ratcheted up the money that the colleges cost, the charge. It, right. it ratcheted up the cost. Because when the colleges found out that they could get people to borrow money, go into debt, lose their houses, you know, end up hopelessly in debt, to give them money, they kept asking for more and more and more. Yeah. Banks loved it. The bank, look at all the money the banks were loaning out. Now, here is my thought. I think it'd be wonderful. I would even vote for Bernie Sanders if I thought he had a chance to do this. Wipes it out, and the banks eat the loss. <laughs> now, he's probably talking about the government bailing it out, which now, is ridiculous. Has he spoken to any of the banks about this uh, I have no idea, but, but, but I'm sure he'll cover something because he needs bank money for his campaign. But let's say that he does say, okay, this is it. Nobody owes any more. Banks, you're stuck with whatever the balances right. are here. Uh -huh. I think it would be wonderful. You know why? It's payback because these people who are going broke paying loans pay taxes to bail out these same banks after the, uh, the crash in, uh, in 2008. Yeah, right. And they were bailed out and ended up, people who, people who caused the bubble to burst, they caused the bubble and the bubble to burst, 
cost all the money. They got bailed out. Yeah. We didn't. So I think Bernie's got, got something here. I would love... Oh, Connie. Uh, Connie says, I agree with you. 30 years ago when I served on the Board of Education in uh, Highland Park, I was in favor of regionalization with larger next town of Edison. People went crazy in a town of 1.8 square miles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Connie, you're... Home rule. Uh, yeah. And you try to explain this to people. I, it, it's, it's inexplicable. Uh, oh, the same thing with school districts. The combination of combining school districts. Yeah. Combining school, well, this is another subject, really, but combining the whole education system like school purchasing and the like. Right. Because oh, that's right big now, money. And, and, and pay. Mm -hmm. And pay. And pay scales and benefits could be statewide because this way, what the union does, they will find a, uh, they will find a district in which the uh, uh, the school board is very pro and maybe even have, have uh, union members on it and they will come up with uh, an increase let's let's say a benefit or a pay scale and then they do that in that it could be a very small uh, school district right then the union starts yelling everybody else well we want one too they got it we want one too so everybody gets ratcheted up this, yes. this is their ratchet system they have nobody wants to lose anything yeah so, uh, I again, this is sort of inexplicable. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I'm going to put it out there again. I think any township that feeds their school, their schools into another town's high school should be required to merge or consolidate services with that larger borough. But people go ballistic, as Connie has suggested. Yeah. They mm -hmm. go absolutely crazy over it. Somehow, people will identify with a town. Uh, maybe people used to identify with the country. Now that's being broken up. I, I saw a story. Uh, we, we talked about this Mueller investigation, mm -hmm. which is you know, based obviously on the loony left's yeah. uh, agenda. And I don't know where this was taken, but the story said 74% of college students polled are, they want another Mueller investigation. They want to go back and do it again. Really? You know, it's so nice, let's do it twice. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Uh, because they are determined that there's some, everybody is determined they're going to nail Trump's carcass to the, to the outhouse. Um, and it's so sick and so out of hand now, this, this almost blind hatred. And the kids, now you're talking about college students who are how old, 18 to 22, 23 years old. Very little experience in life. They've either been in home or they've been in school. They've been pretty much isolated from reality. And I think one of their problems is for their unrest is they're scared to death of reality. Mm -hmm. So they want to put that off as long as they can. I think some of them have some good opinions. and oh. but, but by and large, I think they're really oh. farming out their opinions to 30-second sound bites. Yeah, but these aren't their opinions. They're, they're, getting, they're being told this. Yes. Like everything we believe is something that somebody told us. Now you tell me what you were born with I priori knowledge. Yeah. Uh, you don't. You pick it up. Yeah. You're told this. And nobody knows because nobody knows. There was a famous uh, or a very prominent Zen master who said an interesting thing. He said that anybody who purports to tell you what life is about, the secrets of life, all, is suffering from a serious mental disease. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there's something to that. Uh, Let's see, Donna, okay, hi Donna. Donna says at the very least have banks do away with the interest on student loans, but that's not going to happen. That would be a I help, have, Donna. I yeah. have no problem. I mean, most countries in the world will have uh, education subsidized by right. something. 
This is the only country because we're a capitalism on steroids, I guess, and everybody is perfectly entitled to try to grub or bleed or extort yeah. as much money as they can. The only sin is not doing it if you have the chance. I tell you, I, so I, here we get this yeah. obvious collusion between the government, the banks, and, and the educational yeah. institutes to keep driving up the cost of this mm -hmm. to absorb any amount of resources that are available, right. like some giant vacuum. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of cool Bernie's going to cut it out. Of course <laughs> he can't do that. Uh, as Donna says, at the very least, have him do away with the interest on the loans. Yeah. But... Uh, well, how much how much fault really falls on the universities though that are bringing these kids in for yeah. these degree programs uh -huh. and really talking them up they're going to the college fairs they're they're bringing the kids in they're hook line and sinker the kids want to go the parents are like oh i don't want to disappoint my son or daughter and <laughs> not send them to their dream school and have them have the experience of their life and possibly get the best education when maybe the place that they've chosen is not the best education. Yeah. It's overpriced in a lot of cases. It's, and it's, do are, are these universities and colleges guaranteeing placement? Or what are the placement well, numbers after after graduation? Are you going to get a one hundred twenty-five thousand uh, dollar gig to start after you've spent eighty or a hundred thousand dollars on your uh, entire probably, education? Probably not. But you see, this is part. See, th this gets back to something so fundamental. I hate to think about it because it, it goes against everything. Everything we believe in is a not only an illusion, a delusion. You know what the biggest one is? What runs this country? What is America all about right now? Uh, I saw a TV program one time about the U.S. Treasury, and it said, in America, money is the measure of all things. Right. Mm -hmm. Money is a delusion. It's an illusion. It isn't anything but paper. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and it only works as long as everybody buys yeah, in. It values, as soon as yeah, people right. stop buying in, <laughs> the whole thing collapses. Right. Well, that, and, I, when you get to the point that you say, I don't want you know this check for... Twenty dollars. I want a turkey, <laughs> you know, directly. I don't want. I don't want to go through the right. process. Bring, bring me the bird, yeah. and I'll give you what a bucket of yeah. corn or something. Do you think higher education is going to tip over the next five years? I don't know what higher education. Higher education now is higher indoctrination. Is what it's become. It's become sort of a, a uh, following the the political agenda. I don't know what's going to happen. I can't predict it. I don't think it's going to be good, but I don't know. I have no idea. I think the the big influence, huge, colossal, maybe the biggest in history really, has been the invention of the computer mm. and, and the internet, the influence that it's had. And this influence will grow and spread. It's becoming more and more uh, what complicated right. and involved in many more things. So that that's it's very little way. Mm. And of course, I, I guess as the Zen master was saying, anybody who predict the future is suffering from a serious mental disease. <laughs> I, right. I, I hope I'm not. I don't know. Okay, so this has been fun talking with people. I appreciate yeah. it. And, uh, oh, did you want to talk about the favorite gardener? I don't want to do it now. I think okay. we're getting sort of to the end of... Uh, yeah, well, anybody who's been listening to this for this long is probably in a state of exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll save that. Right. Well, the question... I tell you, we'll do that next week for sure. I was just thinking, we have known, and I have known and worked with seven governors. Well, six, because I don't know this current governor. And had good relations with all of them, you know, <laughs> from a broadcasting point of view and uh, observe them and i would like to know in your view of the six governors which would be florio whitman uh, donnie de francesco jim mcgreevy uh governor cody dick cody uh chris christie and now you get the murphy right. 
Which one? Oh, did you have Corzine in there? Did we mention? Oh, Corzine. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't. Oh, you're right. I didn't have Corzine written in here. All right. How quickly we forget. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he sort of faded off into the dusk. <laughs> what happened to him? Uh, but I uh, talk about it. which one did the most for most positive for New Jersey people. So That's we, what we hired them to do. Did anybody do anything positive? Yeah, you have to think about a couple you, you, of them. What did they do? I'm thinking about it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Very uh, good. I think we'll. Uh, Enjoy your so, summertime uh, weekend. Happy um, Christmas in July. It's the 25th. What have we got? Only five months till Christmas. Gee, this weather. This weather is a killer. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never. Hopefully your I've power never, stay on. I was. Time. I was in. Uh, what's the hottest temperature you've ever been in? This is an old question Ooh, people ask. Probably me. in the the mid uh, one of the one hundreds, like one o five. Where? Uh, around here, I think oh. about one o three was probably uh -huh. one of my highest. One and it was pretty warm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Not I, this year, but I was years in, back. and I, I looked this up recently in uh, Samarkand, uh -huh. which is in uh, Tashkent. Yeah, or it's that that area, Uzbekistan, down on the Afghan border, in the summer. Yeah. The temperature we were told by the people with the group, the temperature in Samarkand that day was 111. Oof. So I said, how come I didn't feel that? It, you know, people talked about, oh, this, this is great. They had the, the Bibi Khanum Mosque, which is Tamerlane's favorite wife, the, the conqueror in, in the area. Uh, the mosque, which is absolutely gorgeous, a nice sort of light yeah. blue and white structure, that's just made out of clay. And it's so dry there that it's lasted, mm. uh, even, even withstood earthquakes. <laughs> but anyway, I said, well, I didn't think to ask what the humidity was, so I looked it up. Yesterday in Tashkent, it was 109 degrees. The uh, humidity was 12. Okay, so it's so, no no real feel. So it's 109. No real feel. It's 109. And, and you can live with that. This was yeah. terrible. The big thing that hurt, as I understand it, was the, the heat during the day, but it didn't go down at night. No. So there was no chance of cooling off overnight, as often happens. Yeah. Okay, right, great. Uh, I can slip my grip hat back on yep. and then slink out in the back door <laughs> and avoid the pita. I don't think anybody will bother you. Yeah. Have, you, have yourself right. a great time. The weather looks like it's going to be better. Let's, yeah. let's hope it is. Thank see, you. See you next time. Thank you very much. See you next time. Hopefully. Gearheart's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast.